listening to a podcast from Light FM. Oh, the weekend's over. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Monday Motivators. Woo-hoo! Helping you start the week with your best foot forward. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. And today on Monday Motivators, we've got co-founders of the Kantan Drum Circle, Juan Adli and Zufa, who are going to tell us a little bit more about their movement, Kandora. Now, Adli, could you tell us what Kandora means? Like, how did the name come about? How did all of it start, this drum circle? Zufa is the best person to explain that because when I first met Zufa, we were having breakfast and he was telling me about this troupe that he was playing and he told me about the concept. Uh, you want to share what Kandora means, Zufa? Actually, you were asking about Kantan Drum Circle and Kandora, the two terms. Right. So, originally, we just wanted to have a community drum circle in a place called Sungai Kantan in Kajang. Oh. Right. So, that's where the Kantan word came from. But then, Kantan Drum Circle seems to be a little bit long and in the same time, I was educated in Japan. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, Japanese, they have this habit of having abbreviations. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can take Kan from Kantan uh-huh. and then the Dora is from the drum so it became Kandora wow so I was thinking it was because Bunga Kantan looks like a drumstick (laughs) actually yeah he's like I know I was so sure I was going to be right about this because Bunga Kantan looks like a drumstick yeah it's good to have multiple (laughs) theories it's going to be interesting (laughs) coincidentally in Japanese Kantan also means easy so when you say Kantan drum or Kandora it also means easy drumming which of course is completely untrue because for people who don't know how to play drum it's remarkably are, different. We difficult. are going to break that myth. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. You can see the looks so of Anybody can drum. Is it, sorry? Anybody can drum. Okay, Any- we'll find out if that's true. Do you see the panic look on both Asha's <laughs> and my faces? Yeah. Okay, so I just want to touch very briefly on, Adi, you said you've known Zufa for, you know, a very, very long time. Yeah. Were you in Japan as well? Like, how did no, Japan happen and how, how did you guys meet? Alright, so basically, we both of us, we ran our separate businesses. Uh, I ran an IT business. Uh, Zufa is actually an acoustic engineer. So he runs an acoustic engineering uh, company. So we met through this platform called uh, BNI. It's a business network platform. And we created a relationship then. And from there, we became uh, good friends. And we catch up every now and then. And this Kandura happened over breakfast. Yeah, we had a series wow. of breakfasts. Yeah. Yeah, we had I love that. <laughs> Nasi lemak generates the best ideas. Yes, <laughs> yes. Generated, generating ideas through Nasi lemak. Very nice. Very cool. <laughs> Now, also, we know that the, the drumming that you do often involves folklore music, right? Yes. So, why drumming and folklore music as a combination? Why we choose folklore music, number one, is we see that it's also, in a way, a calling uh, for us to bring back folklore music. Kids nowadays, they don't know folklore music. It's not so popular as, as when we grew up. So, we wanted to bring that up again. And recently, when we were performing in Ipoh, uh, we had this opportunity with the Yasan Hazana. When they had this fun to preserve culture. So, we said, why not we just do what we do? but take folklore music in. And what was it about folklore music that you guys loved so much that this is something you wanted to do? Okay, first of all, it is a form of music that is being enjoyed and and sung by by the community. So it means it's very simple. We wonder also why it's not carried over until, you know, this recent generation. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we are trying to do is just to make it a pop music again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's, it's supposed, so relevant yeah. and it sounds good. It sounds and good, very simple. Alive. And they were like singing that folklore music while, you know, doing work at Paddy Field, that sort of stuff, you know. So right. it's something really singable. 
Nice. <laughs> I love everybody. the fact that whether you kind of chose to listen to it or not, it's something that you remember. And what you guys are trying to do now is kind of make it popular enough or mm. out there enough for, for yes. people to remember yes. as part of their yes. lives yes. growing yes. up. So it's going to be, a, you know, really fond memories if the community join us during our sessions right. mm. uh, because of the catchy melody of the folklore music and also the, the easy drumming that you guys are going to, going to do afterwards. So these sessions, are they open to public? Like, tell us how it works. So basically, it is for public. It's meant for public. What I like about this session that we do is that normally when you hit, when you see drum circles, it's very one way. You see performers playing drum circle and the audience just enjoy it. Right. So this particular approach that we are using is that the participants or the audience get to participate as well. So it's a two-way uh, kind of a performance. So we don't even call it performance. Yeah, we call it an, uh, we call activity. It an activity. Because everyone can Everybody involved. participates. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that means while, while it's going on, if anyone just wants to walk over and be a part of it, just pick up a pail. Exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, in guess. fact, whenever we do our shows, even in, in the drumming community, if they, if there's anybody in the, within the area, mm-hmm. they want they have their own bongo, they have their own percussions, they want right. to jump in yeah. by all means. You recently held the biggest pale drumming event and entered the Malaysia Book of Records. Now, <laughs> you got one with you. I love it. Sticker of the event. I love it. So cool. What were some of the difficulties that you guys faced? The most difficult part is the marketing, I would say. It's uh, getting the, the crowd in. When we did this Malaysian Book of Records, it was with the collaboration of Yasan Hazana right. and also with Aeon Big. The biggest challenge is not the performance itself. Any event is the, the feeling in the room, the crowd. Right. right. Which was not our forte. Being from an IT background, being from an <laughs> acoustic engineering background, so that's why we had to seek help. Two introverts trying to get <laughs> exactly, people to come exactly. to their event. Okay. <laughs> so how did you do it? So we had to call in for support. So we had um, Anu there. So basically, she was the one who pulled the crowd in for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was our saviour. Exactly. And what was it like, like having a crowd so invested in you, like giving you the vibe, you feeding off that? It Mm. was totally a new experience, not only to the participants, but also to the whole crew. You just imagine if we do performances, like Adli said just now, normally it's one way, you know. So Mm. the the sound engineer, for example, they can concentrate on the band, you know, on the guitar, on the drum and whatnot. Suddenly... When they are mixing our sound with about 1,000 people holding pills and ladles, mm. wow. they had to fight with the background noise, man. <laughs> Everybody was drumming in an enclosed space, you know. Mm-hmm. Acoustically yep. speaking, it's yeah. really echoic. And it's, the, it's, the energy was awesome. For those of you in Kandora yeah. who have been trying to keep or refresh folk music to keep it in people's minds, to Mm -hmm. keep it alive. How were things different after you had that event with a thousand people? Because obviously all of you believed in the music Mm -hmm. and it's been very important to all of you personally Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. keep it going. Did things change in terms of how you viewed the music or your mission or even Kandora itself after that event? You had so many people. First of all, the straightforward proof of people having the melody planted in their minds during Mm -hmm. the, the session is they straight away sing that song together even after the event is over. Wow. They, they are singing it, they are right. taking videos, they are making contents, you know, separately, not, not with us. Right. So wow. that means it's already in their mind. So with that being, a, I can say, a proof of concept, we look forward to utilize more and more folklore music and, you know, blend it in with our easy drumming style so that people can enjoy it anywhere, anytime they want. They right. don't have to listen to somebody, they can, you know, just perform quote-unquote perform by themselves. One I love it. Right? There's also one element that we yeah. are bringing is, uh, is this kind of drumming is called unity drumming. That's another thing that we're bringing in. That anybody, you drum together regardless of your race, your background, mm. your wherever you're from. So anybody can drum together. 
some of the people in the community who really enjoy being a part of the drum circle is actually kids, right? We've been finding out kids yeah. really, really oh, yes. enjoy yes. it. Enjoy There's it. always kids in your drum session. Is there yes. any reason you think behind this that kids are always a part of it? <sighs> Usually, what we notice is that when we do shows, the parents, they want to join. Mm. But a bit shy, so they ask their kids to <laughs> they ask their kids to hit the drums. Proxy, yeah, <laughs> proxy. They use their children. But after a while, you will see them also joining in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they smart. They send the kids in. If the kids yeah. don't get halal, then they are like, oh, guess it's okay for me to come right. and join yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 like entry that. point. <laughs> Have you had any sort of like interesting or amazing or even important feedback from kids who've actually been present at one of your sessions? The kids, no, but from the Parents, yeah. For example, when we did the uh, record setting event in in Ipoh, a few generations of the family came. You know, wow. the, the, the elders, maybe the grandmother, mm-hmm. the the mom and the the children, and the senior member of the family said, you know, I've heard this song so many years ago when I was you know younger, yeah. and definitely my my kids haven't heard these folklore songs before mm-hmm. so this time around everybody could enjoy the the simple melody of the folklore song mm-hmm. so that's one of the feedback the other very important feedback to me is some of the school children came right mm. and then the teacher said I don't know why but they seem to be picking up really fast so maybe I suspect is the unity feeling when they drum together right. the shyness is you know has gone away mm. and they can play together uh, same rhythm they listen to each other and maybe that's a breakthrough to their ability inside mm. in terms of drumming so talking about that and talking also about the replicability the drumming culture I can say virtually is anywhere in the world yeah. if you go to Africa if you go mm. to Mexico if you go anywhere Japan even they have what I call drums and what not right the culture is there And all of them have their own folklore songs. So it's just a matter of marrying these two elements and make it to, into a Kandora activity. So it's really replicable. How long have you been doing this now? Oh, that's an interesting uh, question. Um, Kandora itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven months. Seven months. That's a lot that <laughs> so, you've achieved. So you're a baby in this, in this game sort of thing, <laughs> in this Unity project. Have you had people attend and then go off and start their own drum circle, drum circle uh, or anything we, like that? We, we noticed there was, there's a teacher in In which school um, who actually started yes. a class right yeah in, uh, in, in Ipoh in, in uh, Tanjung Rambutan yes oh, wow yeah. that's brilliant so they are already using pills and ladles actually this this is one set oh this is actually part of the set this is the this, oh is, this is the drumstick it looks like the periuk nasi ladle <laughs> right it is it is it is wow it looks like the rice pot <laughs> and this is the thing right you yeah, don't need fancy expensive exactly. equipment exactly to... this pair of set you can spend about five bucks and then Probably. go drumming as crazy as you want tell us about your future plans what's Kandora got in store how can people see you where can they find out right. more about you you have trouble marketing this is your time fantastic and- awesome yes <laughs> right so we are planning to do a, a more structured in terms of events that we're going to plan out for the entire 2023 we have our key partners like Aeon they want us to sort of do shows in their malls in their premise oh that's uh, cool for the yeah. entire year and mm-hmm. we have that in place at the same time we are also looking to build the the, the brand the Kandura brand because we what our intention is also have a Kandura movement in East States so that whenever there's a calling in terms of any state we can just deploy our community there rather than having the same people going around because it's so easy it's so replicable and one thing that I like what Zufa did with the team is that he created this structure such a way that you don't have to be a professional musician to actually be the lead musician in the fact performer, performer yeah. mm-hmm. in fact some of our bandmates they, they just picked up the music instrument yeah 
the day that they were asked to perform something like that <laughs> wow yeah so uh, almost anybody can can play so kandora is all about low entry points for everybody that the community There's no barrier to no barriers no exactly barrier. so no so it goes with the kantan thing like easy so it's, mm, it's, a, yeah. it's very easy to to get everybody on board yeah. so our vision is to have kandora in every state well, for now and then yeah. maybe kandora in every country you, you never know the dream is to have the word kandora being used like a verb so let's for let's example kandora. let's kandora now So they I can go it. to the, let, they can go to the roadside and and have some pills and and sing to their favorite tunes and whatnot. So you know we are conjuring now. Are you joining us? I love <laughs> it. Just don't just don't use people's cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of conjuring now, yes. there is uh, that's pretty much where we're headed right after this, right? Well, I want to ask you. So I have no sense of rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> is it possible for anybody to is be able anybody? to? Anybody? Yes. Yes. Really? You, you have your own heart, right? Yeah. Beating. Uh-huh. Not sure about us. Uh, not, not, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, then we have to check. But anyway, everybody has got their own heartbeats. That's simply our natural rhythm. So it's in everybody. I love the confidence, Suhar. And uh, <laughs> Suhar is going to be teaching us. Yes, we're going to try out. We are going to be kandorrying after this. No, right we're going to be kandored. Kandor. <laughs> New Kandorers. <laughs> We're going to find out how well Asha and I are going to do. Thank you for willing to train us. Exactly. So, uh, do you have an organization website or is there a Facebook page or uh, Instagram? We do have a Facebook. We do have a Instagram. Uh-huh. If you go to Instagram, just look for Kandora. Kandram Circle. Uh, Kandram Circle. Yes. Um, likewise, in Facebook, we are we are mostly on social media now. So, wait, is it Kandora or Kandram Circle that on, they look on for? On Instagram, uh, you can type in Kandram Circle and you will okay. always find the, the big title that's saying Kandora. We've been chatting with co-founders of the Canton Drum Circle, Wan Adli and Zufar about their mission and their movement, Kandora. The whole thing is, it doesn't matter what level experience you have, as long as you know yeah. how to use something to hit something. <laughs> that can you, make noise? Yeah, you yeah. can join in. And earlier on, before we even did our interview with them, they took us in to their <laughs> oh. circle. There was about how many people who I think like. Like, there were so many people in there with us in yes. the group that was like maybe 10 to 15 people that was a lot of us there in that room there was a lot and yeah. this was in uh, one of our audio rooms where we do a lot of musical recording mm-hmm. and they were like sit down we will show you a mini version of what we do with everyone in our audience so, and then they handed us a ladle like the one for the periot nasi okay like the yes. rice scoop yes <laughs> and, and a bucket and just a bucket a, bucket, a I plastic like a, bucket like it looked like a waste paper bin turned upside down right like you could use it you could find one at home even it's that simple exactly yeah and sort of this is what happened Yeah. 
Asha is laughing because you know that ow that you heard in that audio there is Asha hitting my knee. My knee which was between two of the baskets that were turned upside down, the okay. bins, and she hit me in the knee. First of all, they were buckets, not baskets. That's right. And you put your knee very close to it. We're sitting on the floor. And so what happens is, you know, um, the chaps in the group teach you how to do the rhythm. Then they go around and allow you to do solos and, you know, whack the, you know, whatever out of the buckets. Are you blaming my knee? <laughs> <And> so <laughs> Terry had a go first and he did his solo bit. And then it was my turn for a solo bit. And for some reason, Terry's knee just happened <laughs> to be close to mine. It was a very enjoyable experience. <laughs> for her. For her, it wasn't. For me, it felt like my reflexes were being tested like that. No. <laughs> so you heard how we did with the drums. Yes. But also what you didn't hear was another part of it that we did. Right, so that's the folklore part. So you have so much fun with your drums and, and then your drum solos and everything. And mm -hmm. then they bring in a very repetitive folklore song for everybody to sing to. And it's quite remarkable that a lot of kids these days mm -hmm. have never heard it sung. We're going to play it right now. Mm -hmm. And if you know it, which I think you do, sing along lah. This is it. <laughs> Now that <laughs> that you heard at the end, that was actually Asha vocalizing on her own. She was so into it that she couldn't hold it back anymore. I tell you, it was so much fun. Because really was, yeah. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're having fun, like everybody's into it. So oh, you mean everybody was having fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jealous, Terry. Don't be jealous. <sighs> of course, you can listen to this episode of Money Motivators again on the Light Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app and go and look them up. Kantan Drum Cycle or Kandora. Google it. Look it up on Instagram. <laughs> go and join in one of the sessions. So much fun. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.